So, Jack, is Paul the most optimistic guy you know? Oh, not at all. <laughs> the biggest <laughs> pessimist I know. <laughs> that was a total setup. <laughs> and that is our cold open. Welcome to Through the Tunnel, a Game Change Productions podcast that dives into sports and the life lessons that can be learned from them. The podcast is inspired by the book of the same name, written by Game Change co-founders Paul McDonald and yours truly, Jack Barrage. On the show today, Paul and I are joined by neuroscientist Dr. Glenn Fox. Dr. Fox teaches a class in high-performance mindset at the University of Southern California. We discuss with Dr. Fox the science of optimism. He explains that true optimism is not seeing the world through rose-colored glasses. It is having the ability to believe that our actions today can have a direct impact on what happens in the future. We hope you enjoy the show, and please check us out at GameChangeNation.com or on one of our social media pages. Paul, you're a super optimistic guy. Have you always been that way? I believe I have been. I, I think I've, you know, I've had some success in various things early in life, and then I all, always saw the good in everything and believed that I could accomplish what I set out to. It's interesting because what happened first? Did I did did the the optimism become instilled in me? prior to the success I had mm -hmm. uh, and then I had success and that led to more things and that created more optimism and so on and so on and so on. I, mean, I think when I went through my, uh, my transformation about a decade ago, it even changed, it even went to another level, Jack. Right, right. It went to another I level. Yeah. It went to another level yeah. and, and that I always, to the point of gratitude, I always see the positive, I always look, when there's a challenge, hey, this is an opportunity to learn. When, I have a, when I'm behind a tree, my ball in golf is behind a tree. You know what I say? Oh, I got a fun shot ahead of me. Right, right. I got a fun a shot coming. Yeah. And everyone laughs at me. I'm like, golf. They're like, what are you talking about? Go, a great opportunity to be creative with a shot in some way. So, um, yeah, that's a that's a really it's a what is it? I mean, what do you be. what do you define optimism as? Wow. Um, that's really good. Because uh, I have a science definition. I know you're I gonna your you're gonna all definition. You're gonna be way. I won't one up you. I promise. You're going to. You're gonna one up me. <laughs> okay, I don't promise. That's okay. um, I believe that in the good things in life, and I believe that there's good everywhere. Uh, there's good everything everywhere for everybody. There's good everywhere for me, and I just believe that that's the way it is. Okay. Not that challenges don't happen to me. Can can somebody become more optimistic? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a question for you. Actually, okay. it's a commentary on I like you and maybe a question. This yeah, this is a good why. one. Well, here's what's interesting is about Paul, and I, I, I only met his mother once and never met his father, but your parents weren't really super optimistic no. people. No. So, so I'm gonna direct it to Glenn. You, that was the setup. You know, I think a lot of people think, well, I was raised by people who aren't optimistic or I don't have optimistic people. So how do we, how do we find our own optimism maybe if we aren't raised in that kind of a household or have those types of friends? Yeah, I mean, make the decision to do it, right? So optimism is not the same as hope, okay? So optimism in science, so I love your definition, spot on, keep it, print it, put on a plaque. <laughs> oh my rocket, God. Right, so you're set, you're through. You're, you're all right. Through. Am I a scientist? You're right, you're a yes, scientist. You're, a scientist. <laughs> you're an optim a PhD in optimism. Um, so uh, the science definition is optimism is a predisposition to the future that what we do now can affect that future, 
right? That that's think about that. Think how powerful oh, that interesting. is. Interesting. Just roll with it because it sounds like a really dry science definition, yeah. but not at all. If you really think, oh, what I do right now can matter. That I can make the the future just a smidge better, right? So you're you're in the rainstorm, and you're thinking, well, maybe I can. How do I make something out of this that makes it better when I'm done with the rainstorm? Is now the time I just go inside and start reading and just relax because it's raining and I just accept it? Or is now the time when, you know, maybe I should train a little harder and it's raining. This will prepare me for how to how to really get better when it's raining when I play the game, right? So that optimistic choice of how you chose to do it doesn't actually matter so much as the acceptance that I can still use this moment to do a little better in the future. That's not the same as hope. Hope is sort of like hoping things work out. Like I hope this doesn't happen, that might happen, right? That's an important emotion, of course. Right, that's more of a passive. Yeah, exactly, thing. I believe so, yeah. And I think it's more emotional. I think optimism is actually about how we think almost entirely. It's almost like one of those thought patterns that triggers a better body state, that triggers us to be more ready for a challenge. Optimism is associated with lower levels of denial. It's associated with better memory. It's associated with better resilience. Um, and as one example, and the research on optimism is actually fantastic, but one example, people who rate higher on optimism are faster to quit unsolvable challenges. Interesting. So the optimistic viewpoint is actually and that's the saying, denial part. Exactly. Right. Um, and and there's a there's a, a host of studies showing just how how beneficial optimism is for our viewpoint in studies of people who are cancer patients. Optimistic people tend to do better, but not because of magical feelings, but because they look at the scenario as clearly as possible again with that disposition that they believe what they're going to do in that moment can influence the future. Interesting. So they do what their doctor says better. They look more carefully like this is happening. This is happening. I got to deal with this. And they they remember what they need to do better. They stick to their treatment regime better. And that's really where a lot of the benefits come from. It's actually not magical um, up in the air stuff. It's like, okay, I'm going to fix this. What do I need to do? I need to work on this. It's like if you've got high cholesterol or high blood pressure or something like that. You take and action. Just go, yeah, take action. Like get walking, get moving, take a pill, whatever you do, you know, like. Instead of saying, well, yeah. Uh, my my parents had this, and I'm just I just That's got just it. That's just who I am. That's just who Yeah. And I just I I just want to obliterate that mindset. I have a thing. Here's how you can be more optimistic. By the way, for anybody listening, so yeah. there's a few interventions that science has shown to be effective. Um, and I'm I'm reframing and recasting this a little bit. I'm retitling it. So I'm retitling it. It's called "Make It Your Best Possible Day." Your best possible day. So before you go to sleep. Think about the next day, what would be the best possible day? Not best day ever. Your best day ever is kind of a different thing. Right. Best yeah. possible day, right? Because some days you got to go to work. Some days you got to take out the trash. You got to do these yeah. things. You might be going to Disneyland. Right. But your best possible day is probably attack the things you need to attack. Get those done. Be diligent with your time. Don't waste a bunch of time looking at garbage on your phone like get out, get after it, and use the day to your advantage. If you just got a long, busy day and you got jury duty followed by 10 meetings, then like kick butt in those things, right? Like 
take a magazine and learn something while you're waiting for, you know, I'm just, my yeah, wife yeah, had just yeah. got off jury duty, so I'm like, primed, but, um, <laughs> jury duty on the, mind. you know, but like, <laughs> think about like the most hassling events we have to do, like throw your headphones in and listen to a podcast about something you've never thought about. Like right. have the time, go meet some people and get up, go talk to strangers when you're an adult. It's okay. Like yeah. talk to strangers, get a perspective. You've never find someone you disagree with and, and listen. And like, enrich yourself at all possible circumstances. That's the optimistic frame to do. It doesn't have to do with thinking things are great when they're not. Optimism is not a denial of difficult things. It's an embracing of it. Yeah. It's kind of like, where's the opportunity here? Yep. Where's the yep. opportunity here in exactly. this moment for whatever I'm doing? Yeah. Okay, I'm waiting for my car to get serviced. Okay, what can I do with my time? Yeah. Well, I can go get breakfast, I can go get lunch. Yeah. I can go work on something and bring that with me in going exactly. and anticipating that. Now, the cool thing about what we did is we wrote the book through the tunnel mm-hmm. during COVID. During COVID, yeah, we did. And that yeah. was a huge reason. Right. We made it happen. Absolutely. And, and we were given the gift of time that COVID gave yes. us. Yeah. You know, and yes. with that time, we used it to write the book. I love the part about denial because I always thought of optimistic people as those who are almost denying anything negative. But this idea that you accept, let's say, the negative or the challenge or whatever, however you want to frame it, and then attack it and learn how to maybe be better and grow from it and ultimately get to where you want to get is a really more, I think, mature way of looking at it instead of just pretending like it doesn't exist. Well, how else are you going to get better, right, if you don't attack the, the difficult things? The, there's a wonderful study, so follow along. Um, I'm going to use an example of coffee. You drink coffee? Both of you drink coffee? Like like it's exactly like, well, I mean, like Some, it's, if anybody thinks about the stock market going wrong just buy a lot of starbucks because i'll personally keep them go. going exactly. <laughs> exactly all right well there you go um if if i were to tell you if i were to give you a, a pamphlet of all the reasons why coffee is really bad for you how likely are you to read it I wouldn't That's because a great cause, question because I don't want to know that coffee's exactly. bad. He won't right. read it. Exactly. Yeah. What about you? I would read it for sure. There you have it. So he's more optimistic. That's the optimism. And they've done that exact experiment where they've given people a pamphlet to say this habit that you like may be really toxic. They measure how optimistic they were, like as a person. They give them the pamphlet, and the higher they were on optimism the more time they spent reading the pamphlet. That's a really interesting perspective. Because they're like, oh crap, oh, I like this, but I might need to change. Yeah. Let yeah. me see what's the basis And of that's it. why, because you don't want to change, because change is hard, right? Well, well yeah, you're like, like coffee. if coffee kills me, it kills me. <laughs> right, right. But that's I'll go down happy, I want a smile on my face. That's, so it also kind of- <laughs> By the way, you just killed the stock market, because now it might not be. <laughs> or stock, star, a Starbucks thing, stock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, that's that's Yeah, that's a really, that's really yeah. interesting. So I have a question, Glenn. So. How directly correlated is optimism with belief? Is Interesting. I'm trying to think of a study um, to find belief here. Um, you know, I, I have certain beliefs in life. I believe life is um, amazing. Uh, I love life. Yeah. Uh, this is my belief structure. Um, and so yeah. does that allow me can to I, be more? Can I, I, I mean, it's, yeah. There's... Because it's also, I think, um, this idea that whatever happens was meant to happen and you accept it and that you you have faith in the fact that that was something that was supposed to happen in your life, even if it was something negative, and you are able to accept it and respond to it. Is that kind of what you mean by belief too or, or not? I don't mean to step no, over. No, no. It's, it's my predisposition is really more along the, those lines of do I, do I, because I, I, I feel 
just in talking to people, um, most people don't believe their life or life in general yeah. is incredible, amazing, spectacular, wonderful, um, you know, and something that I enjoy every single moment of yeah. every day. I, I believe most people don't have that feeling. I do have that feeling. Now, yeah. that doesn't mean that some days I'm not tired or I'm this or that or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. That happens, but that's my general belief makeup. Well, here's what I would say. So the three biggest predictors of mental health and well-being, the three traits, states, whatever, um, the big three are gratitude, purpose, and optimism. And these three correlate with each other in every single thing you do. So people who are higher in optimism are also higher in gratitude, higher in purpose. People who are higher in gratitude, higher in purpose. You know, these things are all, they all kind of go together. Now they're independent, but they all tend to correlate. And gratitude and purpose are both very belief-driven things, right? I believe I have abundance. I believe I'm. this is going to do something for me, that I'm working on something bigger. So I think that they would correlate them by your definition very strongly. Okay. You know, so it depends on how you frame right. belief in this case, yeah. but but absolutely. I mean, y there has to be part of a narrative that's underneath it, a story about the trajectory of, and then I did this and not that, and this is what happened, and that that narrative underlying so much of our decisions and um, outcomes is going to feed directly into how grateful, how purposeful, and how optimistic we actually are. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I went through the process that I went through in life, and um, um, one of the things that was the first thing that came out of that, um, my trip to the desert, was um, we taught a class at USC. For the it was part of their orientation, and we had this thing called sentence stems, which is let's just use this one. I believe life is blank. And we went around the room. There weren't that many people. There's ten people in there, and people answered. And one particular individual answered difficult. We didn't judge it at any moment there, um, but the next session it came up, and I just pointed out that you know if you this is the way it is. If you believe life is difficult, it will continue to be difficult for you. Mm -hmm. um, not that good things may not happen, but you'll find these challenges that will keep cropping up. And I said, I believe life is easy. That's just where I come from. And it's been easy for me. That doesn't mean I haven't had my challenges, but I believe that. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and it, it so happens that if several years after this individual very publicly had some significant issues. Yeah with the law. It's, it is interesting, right? The, um, there are some limiting beliefs that we can have for sure, right? Life is blank. I mean, I think writing that down for people is really interesting, really important. You know, we did this study, it's a pilot study, so not published, but there's, there's a similar one published, but we had people keep a daily gratitude journal. I know we're talking about optimism here, but, um, you could pretty much put these together, but, um, yeah. they have the gratitude journal or they were assigned to keep a daily hassles journal, a day of the things that hassle. You got a stupid parking ticket and oh, traffic really? was bad. Yeah. And trust me, you can if you practice these, you can find hassles all day, every day. Sure. And you can find great things you're grateful for all day, every day. And I'm telling you, man, the people who kept track of their daily hassles, their mental health suffered. We had to have like interventions. I was like, hey, listen, at the end of this, they're fine, they're fine, right? Yeah. But you saw like they had these daily ratings of today I feel good, and they just went down. Even the people who started at the highest levels of their subjective well-being marched down the chain 
as they kept track of their daily hassles. And their life, arguably, the same exact things were going to happen to them, right? These are college students. They had the same two-week lifespan. They were going to do quizzes and midterms and parties and good things and bad things are going to happen. So we, I don't think that they manifested something. I don't necessarily believe in manifesting things per se, but noticing makes a big That's difference. And the, the gratitude people, they saw this steady upward. They're like, this is great. I'm going to keep doing this forever. The hassles people, we actually were like, hey, listen, you were in the hassles condition. And we put them back on the gratitude thing afterward, and they recovered significantly. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to Through the Tunnel. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. It'll really help others who love sports and the lessons they provide to find the show and together create Game Change Nation, a community that is dedicated to lifting each other up. Also, we'd love to hear your stories, so please visit GameChangeNation.com or any of our social media pages to give us your take on sports and life. And finally, check out our book, Through the Tunnel, which is now available on Amazon. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.